0: But I haven't talked about what I do with the public workshops, which I think <laughs> is the real advantage of the Fallout First membership—like not being contested. You can go in,
1: and Dude, I make you, look, look—you got to get paid by them, man. Yeah, yeah. The way the way you just tagged along, which is the real benefit of the Fallout First membership, was like professional level. But fucking- I, but I
0: wasn't doing it because by the I, way, I, I, I'm being real. I'm being real.
1: I know. I know. You legitimately um, love and use this thing. I think it's great. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast. This is episode 244, and myself, Trip Zero, and my co-host... Felix Argood. We are coming to you from the new world. The new quarantined social distance world. Felix, how are you doing tonight, man? I'm... Uh, he- well, I'm healthy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, same. Uh, I don't same. S-
0: seem to have... Um, I don't seem to have any symptoms, so... It's good, I guess. Good. It's very good. Definitely. Uh, I, good. I, I firmly i I firmly believe I have it. You know what I mean? Like I think we all have it. Yeah, I think <laughs> everyone in this area. Chilling somewhere. I think the area that we live in in southeastern Pennsylvania has officially been, um, has officially been announced by our local government, not by the PA government, but by local government, has officially been announced as community spread. Um, and if mm-hmm. you don't know what community spread means, it means that they don't really have a fucking path where
1: yeah. where they yeah. could
0: discover where this person got the fucking disease. They just fucking have it, which means that people are just walking around, breathing on each other, and passing the disease. Unfortunately, for me, my actual job um, sent us home. And uh, for whatever, I did a lot, a lot of jobs out yeah, there. A yeah, a lot of jobs did that. But but I was fortunate enough to also get pay for it. Uh, I don't know Excellent. how long that's going to last Excellent.
1: but um well, we'll uh, find in out. in yeah. In the semblance of keeping some kind of order and normalcy here, let's start like we always do with uh, just calling out some housekeeping stuff. Um, The Emergent Gamer podcast is on YouTube right now. So find us on YouTube and subscribe to us. We're trying to get to, we're close, but we're still trying to get to uh, hundred subscribers officially. We can make a custom URL that makes it even easier to find us at that point. So find us on YouTube and subscribe to us. All of our weekly shows are there along with breakouts of conversation segments from the episode during the week. Um, if you haven't found us on your favorite podcast service, do that, leave us a review, rate us, whatever, App, Apple Podcasts and, uh, and
0: Spotify mainly,
1: and, uh, tell your friends, tell your friends about us and have us listen and then find us on Twitter, immersion underscore gamer, and then send us stuff to talk about on the show. Ask us questions because when we have questions, we, uh, we take time out and respond to you guys directly. Um, and our shows are every, every Wednesday night we record and they are live by 5 a.m., the next Thursday morning. Uh, this week you we have something extra special as well to call out just to keep on people's radars. Uh, this Friday, this coming Friday, two days from now, the, th- the 20th of March, March 20th, besides being animal crossing day, which a lot of people are very, very, very excited for. Um, our, uh, one of our co-hosts Neo Yoshi and a good friend of the podcast and guest uh, two or three weeks ago, uh, S streamer on Twitch. They are doing an event called pause your game, uh, that's pause as an animal pause and pause. Your game is a animal rescue organization and they're doing a, uh, a stream at 9 PM on Friday. So follow Neo underscore Yoshi. Follow at S ribs. Neo is N E O underscore A O S H I S ribs is at E S R I V S at S ribs. And I believe this will be on S ribs stream. I'm going to just double check that super, super, super quick. So they're doing it. Yes. 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 twitchtv slash Ezra is where the event will be. And that's 9 PM on uh, Friday. It's a 24 hour live charity fundraiser for, for pause your game. So are please, they, please, please check that out.
0: Are they going to be co-streaming or are they going to be, I, I believe they're
1: going to be together on the stream. Yeah. So
0: okay. check it out
1: for sure. It's a great cause. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, speaking of normalcy, uh, how's your week on felix uh, how, what have you been gaming what you been doing we didn't have you on the show last week because last week we, tra- we uh talked to charles
0: oh yeah so it's been uh, like uh two weeks since anyone's seen yeah. me uh on the show or heard me on the show yeah well, i'm back i didn't go anywhere um yeah. i think last week i just uh I, coronavirus shit was just kind of kicking in and i was going in, i was in crazy town bro I, i'm not in as much crazy town as i was then
1: yeah uh, last week the uh, the nba shut down and that was kind of the catalyst i think to a lot well, of the crazy major town major i was
0: in is last week i was still going to my job and my right. job is in a public environment i don't talk about the details of what my job is but it's in a public environment and i was going every single day thinking up oh, this is the day this is where i get it <laughs> this is the day
1: this is where i get it yeah i mean dealing with a lot of people it's it's very hard to uh to think that you wouldn't right with all that potential interaction, you know, so you I, were certainly not keeping six feet away from you and no, the person next
0: never. Um, so uh, I had a, a much more anxiety than I do now. Now I'm convinced I just have it and I'm asymptomatic and eventually I'm going to get symptoms and we'll find out when, you know,
1: or you, or you won't, but you're or doing or the right I thing won't. by, yeah. by social distancing. But I like literally, out there I, should be,
0: dude, I literally have not left my house since my work said, go home. I was like, Great, fine, and I haven't left. Yeah, and I won't leave.
1: Uh, you, you, you get out there, get some fresh air, take a walk, get your yeah, groceries. Well, I've,
0: I've, I've, I've walked around the block. Um, just
1: don't go to, don't, just don't, go to a fucking party. I'm not. There are people that are still partying, and that's like unbelievable. Yeah, like shocking. I get. It. I want to be out too. This shit sucks, but dude, you gotta for the good of everyone and to get this done sooner. Like I don't want to be, I don't want to be in here during the summer. So everyone, get your shit together out there. Let's do it now not when it's fucking 90 yeah, degrees. Our, our and audio the
0: quality isn't as good when we're this remote. So also you, that this it, show
1: it, is going to suck more with <laughs> this virus. So if you guys
0: don't think, party, you're going to keep our show in better audio so quality.
1: Do your part, please, <laughs> please, please, please. please.
0: Um, um, but you did ask me like what I've been doing. Obviously yeah. like all gamers, we are now in a utopia. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: they've canceled sports. Um, and then they've told us to not interact with people and just play games all the time.
1: Well, so they didn't tell us everything we've been doing already. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Let's go.
0: I've also started to watch <laughs> through the entire collection of James Bond films.
1: Nice, dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm
0: currently on, uh, I just started Goldfinger. So I'm like only very cool two films in. So I'm going to do that. Bond. All James,
1: films, James Bond. I'm a James
0: Bond. Yes. I'm on James the Bond.
1: Connery the Connery's. Bond. Yeah. I fucking love James Bond. dude. I'm so sad. The new one got pushed back, but I mean, I get it. I literally Again, get it. No one would here's be the what theaters. I'm
0: hoping most of those stupid companies fucking get through their thick skull that we're going to be doing this for a while. If they want to sell tickets to those movies, they should just release them digitally.
1: Universal is, I saw a yeah. news story about Universal that. They're actually they're dropping it for like, I, like, yeah, $20 rentals. Just well those were like, they haven't done a new release yet, but those are like super recent. We're just in theaters kind of thing. Like sooner than they would normally get, pushed out i think fucking disney should
0: do it for black widow i think black widow should come out for sale like it would normally come out in the theater just come out as a digital download for whatever price like why push the date back i know they are but why do that just fucking release it for the normal ticket price you know sell it for if you got to sell for 20 bucks that's release the
1: snyder cut sorry that's the wrong hashtag right
0: but you you sell it for twenty bucks, and for people who are in Disney uh, Plus, they can get it for for part of, as part of their subscription. It's not like yeah. the movie's not going to do well without the box office. Like it's still going to do well worldwide. People would buy. Dude, if
1: it. if people had the ability to to buy that movie, to instantly buy
0: the movie before you know, and see it before they're, Uh, you know,
1: no, they would lose money though. You know, people would do, they would get all their friends over into one building, even, even against the social distancing. They'd say, well, Trump said uh, under 10 people. So like, we're good. And then you don't have to pay Disney $20 once. Right. Do you remember to steer this back to gaming a little bit, but still in a, in a tangential peripheral way, the, uh, the connect when it shipped with the Xbox was like, there was some, I think there was even patents out there. For technology that could scan the room, obviously, like everyone can be can be scanned and kind of counted with the Connect. They could count the viewers and charge you a higher rate because you were showing more people whatever content you were purchasing. Wow, people were like, uh, "Fuck that, dude!" Like, I like this Connect shit. <clears throat>
0: Yank it out of the fucking wall. Yeah,
1: yeah. uncomfortable.
0: Yeah, it's weird. But if that was
1: around, Disney'd be like, yes. Wow, you got ten people there. Two hundred bucks, please. Black right. Widow. So and they winner. would
0: they would lose a shit ton of money, but I don't care.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, I really right, just right. don't
0: give a shit. They're Disney, and they yeah. got more money than God. So. Yeah, like we
1: said, we're getting some recent r- movie, uh, recent recently released movies released sooner to home. So uh, I think they are going to move that trend up. The one I more.
0: definitely want to watch is The Hunt, which was in the theater the week coronavirus went nuts, and I was going to go see it. that one
1: that one will be one you can watch sooner for 20 american dollars i was on
0: i was on the verge of pulling you know i was gonna buy movie tickets that week and then the coronavirus shit hit and i was like nah not gonna do that didn't buy the tickets i was like fuck this um so Yeah. yeah um but the games i've been playing over the course of uh obviously i'm still playing fallout 76 and more than ever, I've had more than ever, <laughs> the the people that I play with, I, I prefer to play with Splorence and Philly special are off now with me because they're my actual coworkers for my job. So they're sent home too. So all of us are just hanging out and at odd times, you know, they're texting. We have like a little uh, uh, personal uh, group chat that we do and they're, um they're coming in, you know, all of them are just as enthusiastic as me. Uh, to the upcoming stuff and i to be honest with you i don't know is bethesda going to be on time with their launch are are their employees forced to go to work
1: (laughs) i mean i don't see why not I, Um, not,
0: i feel like a dick man like i'm like i want the the wastelanders drop on the the right time which is april 7th but like Hey Bethesda, well, I just want to say to you if if you got to push it back, bro, uh that would be fine.
1: <laughs> we are we're we're a week into Destiny's most recent season. Yeah. It started on March uh March 10th. At that point, there was already a lot of, you know, talk gearing up about the social distancing and Bungie had been working on a full remote strategy for their workers. And okay. they sent everybody home. So Bungie is now a fully so, remote company. So it
0: is possible that uh, that uh, Bethesda did the same thing, and so it, got, I mean
1: it's possible. I don't I don't recall hearing any announcements yeah, about it. But, I, have, uh, I haven't heard but, that
0: anything's off. Uh, you know, one of, about, one of the games I want to talk about. One of the games I want to talk about that kind of snaked a release under my nose without me knowing it because I was so distracted by the coronavirus shit. Is fucking State of the K came out. Not only did they snake a DLC state of K two snake the snaked a DLC in general, because I didn't even know they were going to come out with a DLC this year. I mm-hmm. found that out around the time when wastelanders was announced. I was like, there was like an announcement like a weird Twitter announcement that I saw. Oh, uh, undead labs is going to be releasing save decay juggernaut edition. And I'm like, what the fuck is juggernaut edition? And I had just got back into it just because I, I I had seen an ad on Facebook for it. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I discover after I started playing it again, re reacquainted myself with the game. You remember that a couple of, uh, episodes mm-hmm. ago, where yeah, I yeah. said I reacquainted with State of the. Yeah, State you're Japan. having a great time with it, right? Then I see this ad for Juggernaut Edition. Facebook hits me with that, <laughs> and I'm like, what "The fuck is when's that coming out?" And so that came out on the 13th, and yeah. I didn't even know. I thought it was coming at the end of the month. I knew it was coming in, in March, but I thought it was coming at the end of the month. And sure enough, this fucking game is out, and it made. Like some really vital improvements to the game. I'm like, where they change, where they add. So, <laughs> you, you don't understand Stan, how much time this is a saver on, but you're probably, I don't.
1: I only played this game that one day, me, you, Neo, and Locke all played it, and that game was a roaring dumpster fire yeah. of trash.
0: Yeah, and it, so I ne- it was hard. So, we could get back into it. I know you have a lot of destiny to play, but you, I know you're off, awful, awful awful lot right now. <laughs>
1: oh am i so i know you O am i
0: but um so the the loop of the game the gameplay loop is you drive the car out right you go to different locations uh the locations will have either construction items they, they call it materials you have mm-hmm. construction items you have medical supplies you have food supplies you have gas supplies you have i think there's like five total things When you come back, you're wearing these things called rucksacks, uh, which are these giant bags on your back. Sure. A rucksack. Sure. People know what that is. Um, So you come back.
1: If they don't, they can look it up. They have Google. What
0: what you had to do in State of Decay 1 was run it into this area within the compound um, called storage. And you run it in and when you get in the storage area, you hit Y and then it stores your shit and adds to your total numbers of materials supplies shit like that um in addition to that you also get loose items that are not a part of rucksacks so that would be medical individual things like painkillers and individual things like weapons and you know shit like that bandages things like that you'll find all over the place that are not in a Mm -hmm. rucksack they're just loose so now not only can you and someone told me today that you could do this even with the rucksacks prior to the update but i don't know if i believe them because i don't remember this maybe i just never knew what well, could be but now what they've done is when you're when you park your vehicle from the back of the vehicle you can just mm-hmm. add it to, the shit to your stash you don't even have to go in the building now that's dope so you could just get back in the car go to the back of the vehicle like you're gonna unload and then just add your shit everything individual items rucksacks all of it Right from the fucking parking spot when you've pulled in, so you do have to go back to your base. But once you get there, you don't have to go into the base. The amount of time it takes to like navigate through the walls and over and you know upstairs and all that shit to get to the where your storage rooms generally are. Remember, the bases you're getting are assorted. You know, some are houses, so it's really easy to get to the room. The one I found today when I was playing on my live stream was a truck stop. And the fucking mm-hmm. storage room is like, it's a huge compound. You got to run all the way across that to the center building. Then you go in, and then you got to navigate to a back room in the in, in the place. It's a huge pain in the ass. Now I can do it right I mean, from the goddamn parking space. I don't have to go into the whole facility. They gamified Magical. it more. They gamified it more. Yeah. It was more of a literal experience when you're. Like You're in the apocalypse. Yes, of course. In an apocalypse, you would have to go to the back room and drop it. They simplified it. They said, this is more like a game. Let's make it a game. Sure. Um, The way I discovered this, though, this feature, if it was there the whole whole time and I didn't know it, this is the reason why. They finally added an elaborate tutorial to the game. So the game has an outstanding tutorial that takes you all the way up to um, because I started fresh today. I just picked mm-hmm. a new crew and then decided to start fresh. The tutorial will now take a new player all the way up to acquiring a bigger property. Like a bigger one of the bigger, more mint properties that where right. you can have more people and more fixtures and you know more defenses and all that shit. It's really cool. Um, and the game starts you already in one. So you start, you get after you do the the early tutorial where you skip this like military base you leave, and then it immediately takes you to a new place. And what's already in place is an infirmary and a workshop. like All these things mm. you have to build in the past are already pre-built so that right. they can give you a tutorial on how to use them. And this That's is pretty cool. lacking in the fucking game. I mean, anyone who started the game. Sure, for the seasoned players, it's more tedium, but the seasoned player can skip all that. They don't have to do right. any of that. They can just uh, when you skip, you can pick whatever region. There's a new region they added too, which is a more like logging themed region type thing.
1: Um, a lot of trees, is it like a lot of, of trees? Yeah, of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More
0: shadows because of the trees. It's so it's scarier. Cool, cool. Um, that's yeah. I guess it's supposedly is the the Juggernaut edition like exclusive um, map. Um, so it's really cool that the, so I played through the tutorial and it was really cool that they gave new players this ability to just kind of like get on their feet before they kill them right and it is essential if you're going to start a brand new playthrough in the nightmare mode which is the hardest difficulty it is essential that you do this to give yourself some kind of leg um another thing that was is really good for nightmare mode when you're in the so you're in this first part where that's all scripted You got to follow it where you're leaving this military base. And in the process of leaving the military base, a friend of yours gets bitten by the blood plague. The blood plague was this new mechanic that they added to the world, which is this crazy disease that your character can get that can actually kill you. Right. It's not
1: the zombie So, thing is something different.
0: State of decay. uh, One was just normal zombies and you'd get hordes and they'd overwhelm you. And that's the only way you could die. Um, State of Decay 2 added a particular zombie type. So every class of zombie has an additional blood plague version. So what, what they, they have red eyes. They have slicker skin. They're kind of scarier. They make grumbling sounds. So you can't mm-hmm. tell if it's a big monster coming after you or just a small one. So they all make these weird. That's scary. Yeah. Yeah. So you hear these like weird roar grumble type things all yeah. over the, the board. And then you're like, oh is that a feral or is that a fucking plague zombie i don't know and then it turns out to be a plague zombie a little easier of a kill
1: mm-hmm. um
0: but anyway the point is is uh your character that you pick two characters that's how it starts okay. your group starts with sure. two you, you come out of the military base one gets bit with the blood plague well mm-hmm. on nightmare mode the first time i played nightmare mode if you don't have an infirmary set up the minute you come out that character that that by the story gets bit by the blood plague dies oh
1: f- oh! because
0: you die the blood plague will kill you faster in nightmare oh
1: damn
0: so dude this is crazy i came out didn't pay attention didn't focus on infirmary didn't get my infirmary set up the first time i, I played through this my cat one of my two characters instantly died i was already behind the eight ball and i was fucked mm, um, Shit. And what was great in playing this new content is you do this tutorial, and then they give you an infirmary. It's already there, so it's a it's a win win. You immediately this character comes out and and can live, you know, which is yeah. fucking terrific. That's great. Um, so I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah, they, they completely overhauled the UI. They completely overhauled the the starting menu. Uh, I now understand things so much better in how you play the game. And I'm telling you that one mechanic of just being able to like uh put stuff into your storage from your car is fucking terrific. Like
1: Yeah, it it's dude, I get it's, it. it's, it's it the best a thing. lot.
0: But yeah, so I'm back playing that and I'm probably just going to alternate back and forth between uh Fallout 76 and State of Decay 2. Uh, sure. I, the other day I just had such an, an exceptional day playing Fallout 76 with like So I'm playing with the private world through the Fallout first membership. Right. I had uh, we didn't fill it up to eight, but I had six people, including myself,
1: playing oh, nice.
0: playing in the private world. Yeah, um, yeah. everyone was having a uh, having a laugh, and we were having a great time. And
1: nice, that's we cool. We were just
0: taking workshops, and uh, at one point, one of my friends decided to like. Uh, he was in the server, but he wasn't on our team, and he decided to like challenge us. And then we all did this like you know little you know melee thing or fighting back yeah, and forth type. That's thing pretty cool over a workshop. That's fun. I don't like that when a random fucking nobody that I don't know comes in and fucks with me. I don't like that. Right.
1: No, like, it's, that it's probably your least favorite thing in the world. Like the, thing that, like the that thing, thing that
0: happens. their original design for these public workshops that are in the public servers that people mm-hmm. can contest that fuck that. I just don't even care about any of that. I don't want to contest workshops. I don't want to do anything like that. But, you know, two friends fucking around in the server. We're all friends, whatever. Like, that's fun. Like I like doing that, um, right? You know what I mean. Like, I, I guess I like sanitized environments, not to be uh, topical to De- the, the, the <laughs> coronavirus. I guess I, I like sanitized experiences of PvP. Sure, it's yeah. when it's not sanitized by, like, for instance, like I don't have any problem doing Crucible. I've done Destiny Crucible for years. Yes, yeah, I mean,
1: you you like just very rigid. Like everyone's rules. on the same page. We're yeah. going to go in. We're going to start. There's going to be a timer and right. we're going to, I'm going to start here. You're going to start there. And we're going to shoot each other. You don't want someone coming into your house and stealing your shit and kicking your table over essentially. Right. right. Yeah.
0: I, I, because, you know, it, it's always unfair. Like it's literally always <laughs> unfair. Like that yeah. person is only coming in because they know. They have a like for instance in GTA online, that person's only challenging me because they got the rocket motorcycle that fires rockets. They oh, wouldn't yeah, 100%. they wouldn't challenge me if they knew they didn't have that. You know what I mean? Like or, I mean,
1: there are people that just also exist to, to troll all the time and so they'll probably fuck right, right. around no matter what. But, but
0: the troll isn't gonna do yeah. the trolling if they know they don't have the resources to fucking do it over and over again. And a lot yeah. you know, like so fuck that. I don't fucking care. Anyway, <laughs> I don't have to keep going on and on about this, but I'm, I'm definitely going to be playing for the re- so remainder of my quarantine time. I'm just going to be playing fucking Fallout and State of Decay two.
1: So you're you're in experiences that are that are echoes of real life in very extreme ways. Well, very extreme ways. Fallout is but. not
0: because of a plague. Fallout Fallout is because of a um. It definitely State of Decay two more than Fallout. Fallout is yeah. is a post-apocalypse. The only thing that Fallout echoes is you know the, you know who the big bad is in Fallout, right? I don't know Red China.
1: <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: so throughout all all of uh, the Fallout like lore and the Fallout storyline, it's they're always it's always like um, the very jingoistic wartime cries of like gotta kill the Red Chinese, you know that type of thing. Um, there's robots that um, that. Uh, I can't remember what they're called right now. I don't know. I see them every day. I shoot them every day. But there's these little robots, these little droids. They're about this big that shoot lasers that have the red Chinese star like on them. You know, yeah. so like all of that is built into the lore of Fallout. So that that's connected to it. But in the the Fallout uh, lore, it's more of a, a nuclear situation. I don't know the lore off the top of my head, but it has something to do with like a computer system. I think tricking. Uh, ch- uh, China into nuke in the U.S. So, mm. and I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm not that heavy on the lore, like some people are. There's a whole. I w- mean, I, there's it, a wiki it, you can go to to discover. Oh, of
1: course, there is. I, I don't even think that we have to go into that kind of detail. No. It's just it's literally like the the potential social breakdown and how people handle living in a wilderness existence. Yeah, not going to happen. If anyone's out there listening and they're very anxious, but. Uh You know you can make a couple mental leaps and easily get to that point
0: yeah um it's uh i uh I personally think the the loop of the game though is my favorite part you know just we go yeah. in we uh so i there these public workshops when you're in a private server are just free game. anyone can go to them you're not contested because you're all on the same team. So when I go into a public work workshop, I have created a blueprint for the workshops. So I made, I I don't have a blue, I don't move my camp. My camp stays where it is. It's on the water. I'm getting water resources, no problem. I have like a little farm there. I go back, I make adhesive, I do all that shit. I've told you about that. But I haven't talked about what I do with the public workshops, which I think (laughs) is the (laughs) real advantage of the fall at first membership. Like not being contested, you can go in and I make. Look,
1: look, you got to get paid by them. Man, yeah, yeah. The way you, the way you just tagged Along which is the real benefit of the Fallout first membership was like Professional level but, I, but I
0: wasn't Doing it because By I, the way, I, I, I'm being real I'm being real
1: I know I know you Legitimately um, love and use This thing I think it's great
0: so I will go in And anyone who's listening who's a Fallout 76 fan will know what I'm talking About I'll go in I'll take a public workshop And then I have a blueprint that's called The uh, crafting shed Mm-hmm So I lay the crafting shed blueprint, right? And when I drop that in, everyone else gets the major benches they need. They get the fucking power armor bench. They get the the weapon bench, the armor bench. It all Uh, just
1: just happens. It
0: all just happens the minute I drop it in. It also has – it's two levels. And at the top, I have a shooting platform that you can shoot from. Because what what these – the public workshops – exist not just for a player to defend from other players you know if you're in a public area it exists Mm -hmm. so that you periodically can defend it from npc type enemies you know like you know robots or whatever comes in right right so if you set up if i do this in at least three of these i keep getting hit with public events They're not public events I have to go around the map and find or wait for a certain time when they show up. Well, I do have to wait for a certain time when they show up. But when these defend uh, public events happen at these locations that you've claimed, like if you have three or four on the map, some of them can overlap. They're happening so frequently. And you get a ton of XP from that. So it's it's, it's a huge advantage for somebody who bought the fall at first membership. You can just keep doing them over and over again. Plus... All of them have resource gatherers. So you could put all these resource gatherers and you're just collecting droves and droves of resources from every one of them.
1: Dude, you you, you are crazy. so hard in, into this life. I nuts, just, I love it. nuts. I love it. Absolutely I don't have to it. go
0: into any more crazy detail about it, but that's what I'm primarily doing. I might get back in. I'm still playing my season in MLB. So
1: <laughs> nice, nice
0: MLB, the show 2019 MLB the show. The it.
1: only I'm season cool. that's happening of baseball
0: we're winning um we're, the, we're winning. the phillies are not winning outside of this room but in they're MLB not will be the show they're, not. they're they have a winning record
1: there is there's a pennsylvania task force responders camp set up outside of the stadium if we're talking about what's going on at the stadium oh my god so dude, yeah that's, so that's like the that's, that's, division yeah yeah dude speaking of games that are like what's going on uh-huh. now uh-huh. um so what i've been doing uh it's funny because the destiny season dropped on the 10th. Um, and a lot of people had a lot of concerns with the amount of content that was there. Um, not enough trials of Osiris came back on the Friday, right? The, the Friday after that launched. Um, Are and you that was great
0: Concerned with not enough content.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or the things that you do in there. So trials came back as well. Trials was dope. Um, yeah, there I was some, some problems with, gameplay. um, yeah. I uh, mean, him even hopped in for a little bit too. It was fun. Um, Trials is great. There's a couple like weapon balance problems. Like hard light uh, is uh, that's a, you probably remember that gun from Loved Destiny it. One. It's back in Destiny Two, of course. Hard of, light uh, is is night. just the choice for for uh, for trials. More, I mean, even because of the map. Like the, there was a map with a bunch of uh, little small hallways and shit. When and the I left, here,
0: here's the thing. When I left Destiny Two, there was this new Destiny map that everyone was playing in Destiny Two, and the meta was hard light
1: probably yeah they did some auto rifle balancing too in between the seasons. so hard light's very very powerful right now there's almost zero damage fall off and the the bullets ricochet doing more damage if they hit you you just shoot down a hallway and just fucking you know you'll get someone hit you know like it's just easy um so people are a little bit salty about that but uh, you can play around it's not it's not terrible um uh, but that's that's it's great it's a lot of fun you know the lighthouse is back. It's a great pinnacle PvP event, and it was cool to watch players that play PvP spend their week preparing the way that a lot of us in the PVE space would normally prepare for a raid. You know, to get your power level up, to grind out you know drops and rewards, and efficiently level your character. It was all of them were doing that because power level matters in in Trials of Osiris. So uh, it was a cool little flip, and I'm actually stoked for the PvP uh, player base because they have not had. Uh, Dude, really, had, they have not had anything new since some, some Destiny 1, since Destiny 1 dropped, you know, maybe Trials originally. In terms of new, unique things to do, PvP-focused.
0: And Trials is so, not even unique. It's just
1: something, it just brought something back. people right. love. Yeah. Yeah. Right, exactly. There's been new modes and things over the years, of course, but nothing that's like that galvanizes a community, like something like this. So it's cool to, to have them experiencing that. Do you think
0: that. the new drop um, of this was galvanizing?
1: Yeah, hundred percent, dude. A hundred percent. Everybody came down for it. Yeah, dude, and so many people that play PvP are seeing success uh, in streaming. Uh, it just—it's great. I mean, trials is one of the things that that grew the Destiny directory on Twitch originally, like Destiny One, because um, it was it was a fun event to watch or participate in on the weekends. You could turn your stream into a server stream, and like people could hop in there, and you could take you know, carry them to the lighthouse and get followers and views from that. It was just—it was a great like catalyst for a lot of growth and excitement around the game and the same thing is kind of happening again with that at the center so it's really really cool on the flip side of things on the pve side of things um people really 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 got mad week one about the amount of stuff to do like we're talking the most vitriol dripping posts on Reddit. and they have been when was week one a week ago so like last tuesday not not yesterday when a lot
0: of people were getting sent home
1: and they had more yeah, time, right. they had more time yeah. to be incensed about yeah. it
0: because they had more time um, to play through the content and they burned through it
1: well some yes but also some things are very high power level and you can't do it until you level up so like people are complaining that they can't do things and they're complaining there's nothing to do just, no one knows what they want and they're just mad about it right <laughs> just just they want to be mad to be mad and uh i Bungie definitely like dialed back some of its pre-season communication uh, based on feedback from last season that, that told us everything that was coming and then remember that giant puzzle that was happening like that big huge yeah you guys community all
0: pissed about the response
1: at it. the very end of it the the weapon that dropped was a weapon we knew was coming and all that we got was the gun a couple of days early with all of this community solving like, there was nothing like truly unique and you guys massive were waiting for this like, amazing
0: this. puzzle and they were just like oh yeah, yeah. Remember that thing how we yeah. were planning on dropping? We right. were just going to give that to you. So sooner.
1: they've told us basically nothing about what's going on, and just let the season kind of drop. And people were like, "Well, there's nothing coming." So I just, I can't. I got no almost zero patience for for the feedback loop of what Destiny Two is right now. But in terms of what people are feeling, there is some of that that I can definitely be in touch with. Um, I just don't feel the need and I haven't touched the game since like a couple of days last week. Honestly. Um, they brought back the fourth horseman, which is another destiny one gun. They turned that into a quest starting yesterday. I have not been in there to even touch the beginning of that quest. So I'm feeling that I don't need to be there every day. Not that that's a bad thing because like, I'm going to get into pretty soon. Uh, we had some, some, Real fun times during my stream during the week, getting into some different Trip, games and Trip different Zero.
0: experiences. Trip Zero. Felix, you're good. As much as you probably feel the same about Fallout 76, I was mm-hmm. quite happy when I tuned into your stream when you weren't playing
1: Destiny. <laughs> Dude, A lot of people told me that. <laughs> a lot of people told me that.
0: I appreciate the fact that you brand yourself and you do it well. But it is good to change it up every now and then, you
1: know. It's great to change it up. Yeah. What, what, what were just, you
0: playing when I popped in? I can't even remember.
1: When did you pop in? There was a lot, so many games this past couple oh, of days, God, dude. God,
0: I was in there for a little bit. You weren't playing Destiny. You were playing something else. I, it's not, I'm not even gonna. Really
1: was it late last week or was it this week?
0: It was this week. It was last week, right?
1: Was it this week, Monday? I don't, were dude, you on Monday?
0: Just tell me what you were playing.
1: <laughs> uh, if you were this week, it was you probably saw Journey.
0: Oh yeah, Journey. That's what. It was.
1: Journey. Okay, cool. Love
0: Journey, dude. Yeah.
1: Journey's great, dude. Yeah, um, but. I, don't, I just don't feel the need to like keep up with the destiny stuff uh, i'll going to get my seasonal stuff done for sure um this, the the need to be there day one and do it all day one is just not it's not there uh it's all it's still the main problem I think is that everything is like checklisty and grindy and it all goes away at the end of each season all the new stuff so like you feel like you got to do it, but then you also feel like what the fuck's the point? Just gonna go away. you know so like there's a weird there's they, a weird uh, is there a plan to of war phase going on out?
0: The seasonal stuff, or no?
1: Besides, yeah, once the season's done, it's like any unique gun that was that season, a unique armor piece. No, no, no. I'm saying, is there a plan
0: in their roadmap to phase out doing seasonal stuff?
1: Oh, as of now, no, no. Um, Luke Smith did send a letter out a couple weeks ago, uh, touching on some of this feedback and this general feeling, uh, talking about how they're going to go forward and make adjustments to seasons, especially in terms of like content. Uh, because people don't want stuff to go away right like that's kind of the end the, that's the core the core focus like things should be deeper in in depth well that's an oxymoron um or redundancy things should be deeper in play and mechanics versus just like uh uh effervescent there and gone because that shit doesn't retain players but bringing content that can be deepened can be uh kind of honed through skill and repeatability, that kind of stuff is going to make players stick around.
0: Are they doing it kind of for the same reason that Bethesda is doing the... So Bethesda always launches certain cosmetics in their store, and then they stay for a, a period of time, and then they're gone? And then Destiny's
1: store is very, very cosmetic and seasonal rotation heavy. So, yes. so
0: are they doing it for the same reason? Like My theory on why Bethesda does it is because they want players to feel like the shit they have is unique and there's definitely that yeah for sure that's definitely a motivation behind it yeah
1: yeah i mean well you know we're not going to get hard and fast monetary motivations from luke smith uh, in plain english and i won't
0: get it from fucking
1: yeah Um, Hines. but i think of course man like this is all motivated by money you know like the game is at its very baseline free to play so all somebody has to do to get involved is pay The $10 for the season, and then they're up to date immediately with the newest activities. And then they can spend money on the store to get a cool looking ship, a cool looking set of armor. The set of armor that is purchasable only this season looks so fucking cool. And they're doing this on purpose.
0: You just reminded me something. I forgot to tell you something. What? I bought I bought Adam. I bought Adam's.
1: Oh, he bought it. There, there he is. Yep, exactly. But here's, Look, here's, here's, I cannot, here's give. I cannot here's give. You The amount of silver that I dumped into Bungie would keep me alive for a couple months yeah. in this coronavirus Look, You're going to appreciate
0: this. You're Irish, right? Not at all. <laughs> you're very Irish.
1: <laughs> okay. It, I'm wearing green right now. So
0: On St. Paddy's Day? hmm You know how when uh, – you probably don't know, but if you wanted to drop something for somebody else, it drops in a brown paper bag. Have you ever seen that? <laughs>
1: I I mm, looks, I don't know. It
0: looks like the shit bag from Billy Madison.
1: Okay, it's like
0: you're <laughs> dropping a little shit bag. <laughs> sure. To people, right? Is this
1: is a thing you you have to give things to people yes. in this bag. So
0: this okay. can be skinned now. They have multiple types of skins that you can get from with Adams. Adams okay. you can earn in game, but you can also buy them. And they dropped. I had no Adams on St. Patty's Day, and I went in to play the game. They they dropped a, a fucking skin for the loot bag. That is a fucking jolly pot of gold.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> but it's well, not course. gold.
0: It's not gold. It's caps.
1: Of course it is. Fucking a fucking pot it. of caps.
0: A pot of caps, dude. I had to fucking yep. get it, dude. I got of course
1: he did. If they know. They know oh, that we love know. dumb shit like that. Oh, they, know. they know we love dumb shit like that. We know. They know. We know that it's dumb shit. Did, but we love did it. you watch
0: Mythic Quest?
1: I've seen three episodes of Mythic Quest. Oh it's my fantastic. god, it, dude!
0: You haven't got to the. Did you get to the episode where they're having a problem with with uh, uh, something giving away free loot? From no, in- I haven't seen that one. The, no, there's no, no, there's no. an episode later that's <laughs> hilarious. I don't need to go into details, and in fact, me telling you this doesn't even like spoil the episode. Okay. Know, or plot okay. points. but there's this one point where something in the episode starts spitting out stuff from the store. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at one point it spits out a horse and the guy david or whatever goes oh my god that's the most expensive thing in our store <laughs> total reference to fucking oblivion yeah total yep. reference to oblivion their yep, references exactly. their gaming references in mythic quest are so on point oh they fantastic yeah. it's almost like they don't expect anyone but gamers to watch their fucking show it's so goddamn yeah. funny dude that was a great great fucking I watched all the episodes. It blew through them. I loved. It. I'm going to pop
1: back in. Yeah, for sure. So good.
0: Anyway, go ahead. I got, um, you, off. I got you off point. Yeah.
1: Point. No, no. It's it's fine. It's just it's you know it's kind of same old, same old with uh with Destiny 2. I personally think by the end of this season, um, all of the anger and frustration will will have an answer, or will have like all the reasons the Bungie did all this stuff for will become clear, right? Not that anyone's going to ever say, oh, I get it. I I was wrong. And thank you, Bungie. They're all going to still be little little shits about it. But I think all of the decisions are going to make sense once we get a full seasonal idea. And this is just how feedback has to happen. You know, like the way it has to happen in software and and software dev and gaming dev. Like if people had a problem a month ago, right? 30 days and a season is, is set to launch 30 days from that problem. You've got a full season already nearly set to go, right? You can't pivot at that point because that fucks everything else up. That ruins all of your dependencies, your plans, your projects, whatever. That season is going to ship probably with problems that people didn't like. People are going to think that you're ignoring them. It's because people are uneducated about how the process works. Now, maybe in 90 days, you might be able to pivot or change something, but there's still less of a chance than something 180 days away. You know, like these things take time. There's pipelines. There's the, there's an order to the whole thing. And people just fly off the fucking handle. And I just, I can't, I can't read destiny subreddits anymore because it just, it's so dumb. There are, are, there are valid points hidden in the anger, but it's just people. They're just, I I don't think,
0: believe me, I'm, I'm loving the game that I love. Like you, you, (laughs) you can't fucking do that with like service games. Yeah. You know, I have the utmost, most premier example of not not being angry with this company. Like like you you can, but you're doing it wrong on Reddit. You know what I do when I get angry? I do submit a ticket to Bethesda, Fallout seventy six. Then I put my what it is. I pick like uh, uh, submit feedback. You pick submit feedback. They ask you topically to tell them what it is. You write a full description. Of what's wrong mm-hmm. with the game, and then you submit it. It says nothing like we're going to call you, we're going to contact you. No, just nothing just sends it, but yeah. it submits the feedback directly to their devs. I know for a fact, and I'm not saying my little submission changed it, but I submitted something, and sure enough, in the next update, it was it was fixed. Like
1: so, I mean, they, they probably had that worked on. They probably heard from they, multiple they people. Either were it's... working
0: on it or multiple people did it. But yeah. if you can find the submit a feedback. Chain with a company and Bethesda. I'm going to be for all you people out there who think Bethesda shit and they're horrible. They have a very clearly defined submit a feedback that you can go to. And if you're not doing that and you're just bitching on Reddit, you're doing it wrong.
1: I mean, they do pop in there for a fact. They do, but that's not the main channels for sure. You're going to be able to do.
0: I got. I tweeted Pete Hines (laughs) about the lack of perk card loadouts and Fallout. Perk card loadouts. You load up your crafting perk cards. And then if you want to go back to doing your weapons, you just throw a switch to switch back to your. That's what I want. And I said to Pete Hines on Twitter, I said, Pete, it was like perk card loadouts, question mark. And then it was like uh, someone
1: replied to you, didn't they? Pete Hines did. Oh, yeah. Right, 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 right. Pete
0: Hines responded to it. He goes, I'm waiting for it as much as you
1: are. (laughs) Yeah, that's cool that's cool you know, it that was
0: a cool response you know it, it, it's it's probably not telling at all i don't even know if perk card loadouts are coming with the new wastelanders dlc but they might be coming like in a subsequent patch because it's yeah, a service who game knows? it's a who fucking knows? service game you know and as long as the service is running the shit's gonna change right. all the time
1: so long story short we're 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 chilling with that i still have a lot of love for it i love being in that world but we're we're big chilling in terms of the stuff that we did get into this week um already feeling like i wanted to change it up the end of last week before all this like you know coronavirus shit really hit the fan i was already planning to go into portal one right into portal two and those were a couple of really fun really fun days playing you did playing those games did the whole thing did all the portal and then all of portal two oh, yep this was one awesome. right I do another. It was a lot of fun. I only did Portal um, 1. Oh, great. dude, Portal 2 is great. You got to play Portal 2.
0: I heard Portal you ever really play Portal 2? No.
1: Dude, no, all I, I had
0: was Orange Box, dude. That's all I had.
1: Dude. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We're going we're gonna to get you to play in Portal 2 for I, sure. What do I buy it on? You can buy, I mean, it's, uh, it's actually not that all. that intensive a game. So you can buy it on Steam. Oh, I should on your say PC. That. It's
0: probably on both Game Pass and the ps uh, I don't
1: know for sure but definitely definitely a, a prob- pretty good probably on both chance um I played those that was a uh, a lot of fun um I did journey on Monday uh, after a conversation with oates about you know playing some stuff that was like calming you know he was like we should, should be on there and get some like calming streams I'm like it's kind of a really good idea um so did journey journeys a lot of fun then I was like yo I should do those games that are like in the walking simulator category you know, where you just kind of like explore something. So I did gone home that I did Tacoma back to back. Yeah. Gone home is a, um, a really interesting experience where you play as a college age girl who has come home from a, uh, like a semester abroad to a new house that, uh, she has never seen because her family moved while she was abroad. So oh, wow. no one's home. In, at this moment, is it first person or third person? It's, for, it's first person, yeah.
0: First person.
1: No one's home in the moment, and you've got to figure out uh, where everyone is and what they're doing and what they're up to and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. The game takes place in 1995, so there's a lot of really cool, like time capsule things in there. Oh,
0: wow. In
1: terms of, like, yeah. Uh, Does it have like her
0: dad? Source music in it from '95.
1: Not not uh, actual copyrighted music, but the music that you do hear because, like you you start learning about like your sister, uh, you you find things and you hear this like journal music start to play, right? Um, not music, journal music, but you hear like a journal like a voiceover, which is her sister talking to you, the the player character and. Uh, her sister is hanging out with a bunch of friends and starts to get this crush on this girl who's her classmate and the girl is in a band and so like you find tapes of this girl's band sitting around the house and pop in like a player near you and it's very 90s grunge um, a kind of punk music that this like imaginary band is is writing it's super cool her dad you find out like you, uh, uh, a letter from her dad's publisher her dad's a writer who wants to write some books but like of course he's doing day work reviewing like, you know, the new combination laser disc VHS player that he got sent, you know, and they need like a review in a week for that. And you see, you know, tapes all over the place. And it just, it's a, it's a really cool, like mid nineties time capsule. And then you just, you poke around the house, you open drawers, you find things, read notes, read letters, kind of piece the story together, find keys to unlock different areas and more paths of the house. It just, it just literally like an experience. Like imagine just diving through someone's home to piece the story together of them. And you
0: don't, you don't ever leave that location.
1: No, it's all, it, all, it all takes place in this house in entirely. House. Cool. Yep. And then I played Tacoma, which is made by the same company, you, Fulbright.
0: You've been playing that for a while.
1: I played Tacoma once before. That was in 2017 before Destiny 2 came out. It was the summer. That game dropped, and I played it then. And this is only the second time that I've played it since. Because Tacoma is also an experience. There's a, there's a beginning, middle, and end. Was
0: not Tacoma a space one or no?
1: It is a space one. Yeah. yeah yes. Yeah. The uh, Tacoma has a similar premise where you are. There's someone who comes to, in this case, a space station and has to figure out what, what is happening there. You are someone who's under contract from the company that owns the space station to figure out what happened to the crew.
0: Are they called Tacoma?
1: The space station is called Tacoma. Oh, got it. Uh You, so you get there from the company and you, uh, you put on these little like uh, computer chips that sit on your temples that create augmented reality wherever you look. So you don't have to like wear glasses or put shit in your eyes. It just, it creates like an overlay for you through this AI system. You can reconstruct positional data of people, which means you can go into a room and watch what happened in that room through like a wireframe of the people that were there. Jesus. So, what you do is you you go into a room and you like the, the game will tell you there's new data to be re- reconstructed. you reconstruct the data, you watch the scene. you know you got you know five people sitting around maybe a, a conference table, for example, they're having a conversation. Then two people split off and walk somewhere else into a different area of the room, and three people stay there having their conversation. Well, you can go and watch either one of them because you're free moving while this is playing. In,
0: in terms of like the look of the game, does it look like how uh, you know, remember those nodes you would find in D- Division one all over the world?
1: It looks very much like that. Right, yes. Like Not that. as detailed, more wireframe, but um yeah, it's yes, exactly. Like holographic moving around you kind of thing. Um and you can play, pause, fast forward, rewind these moving, living cutscenes around uh, you. Yeah, that's cool. So what you do is you stop, you uh you watch someone's conversation, and then someone splits off, you maybe you finish that conversation, rewind it, go follow the two that walked away, hear what they talked about. Someone walks into like their office. And uh, you watch them type the code in, so then you can know the code to get in their office and walk in and kind of poke around in there. It's a really cool concept for
0: yeah, it sounds great. For like
1: kind of like detective work in the future. Uh, so those were great; those were great games to play. Um, then today I did um, I did Death Stranding.
0: Yeah, I gotta get back to Which it. Which I'm again. not
1: finished it fully. I know You're I called it like my game of the year, and I still stand by that because of the experience I had with it.
0: I only but, got um, to the bo- first boss fight in uh, Port Knot City. So
1: got it. Yeah, yeah. I dove back in hard because I uh, I had spent the last weeks that I was playing the game doing nothing but building highways. You start to build highways soon after uh, you get to Port Knot City. Uh, or you can ignore it. You can not do that at all if you don't want to. But I was obsessed with bringing materials to these auto pavers and building roads.
0: Yeah, I didn't build uh, any, ro- any roads. And you? you
1: just cruise on there with a car and you do so much. It's amazing. is um, faster
0: than the motorcycle or no?
1: No, motorcycle actually is faster, but the car can carry more shit. So right. I can do a couple auto pavers at a time. It's a little slower to get there, but I just load it up with all my materials. And I'm just... New road piece, new road piece, new road piece, new road piece. It's great. Uh, but today I was like, let me, okay, I'm going to build two <laughs> dude, more road sections because I so love it. That's
0: so crazy that fucking, so essentially Kojima creates this amazing cinematic story game and then bakes in this whole thing that's kind of like Minecraft.
1: Uh, dude. it didn't even <laughs> tell
0: anybody it. that he add that, added that into a game.
1: No, let's build some roads. He's, fucking,
0: <laughs> he's such a weird dude,
1: man. It's why it's still my game of the year, dude. The the microsystems of that game are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I I did two more road sections, and I'm like, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna push ahead with the story. And we got a lot of story today, dude. There was a lot that happened, like shit moved ahead in significant ways like See, that's the thing plot twisty ways that's
0: the thing like i, I can't watch your stream because i want to play that game
1: <laughs> right 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 yeah I don't i'm spoil. probably gonna do more of it tomorrow too so definitely don't don't yeah. don't watch me tomorrow, <laughs> dude. The we're we're in this shit right now what for was the sure. game i was playing
0: <laughs> recently where uh, it might not have been recently but a couple months back i was playing a game and you popped in you're like i really want to play this so i'm gonna leave now <laughs>
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what was that? I don't. Know what it I was. fucking forget. Yeah. But yeah, I had I had you on, and I just I lowered the volume or like dropped the tab. But I had you there, and I was like, I'm here, but you know, I'm not I, I'm not gonna be listening to you or anything. I
0: don't want to know about this.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Oh, it uh, might have been yeah. Death Stranding because I oh, bought maybe. I bought it way ahead of you, right? Yeah, I bought it the yeah, first. that makes sense a little That's bit. That's what it yeah. was. It was Death Stranding. That's what it was. It was that first two two weeks that Death Stranding was out. I was nice. playing it. Very cool. You hadn't played it, you had bought it, but you hadn't played it, or did you buy no. it? Buy it immediately?
1: No. No, I didn't. I waited.
0: Yeah, you waited. Yeah. So I waited. Yeah. It must have
1: been <laughs> Then I scooped it digitally. It was like a random sale and I saved like I don't know, 15 bucks, some 20 okay. bucks, something like that. Yep. And scooped it. And it was great. Would have paid full price. Didn't have to. Um, but yeah, that's what I've been up to. We're gonna have a lot more fun kind of going forward with things that are different and and you know, kind of vibey. Death Stranding, like I was saying earlier to you, uh before we started fits like the theme of the real world (laughs) like a lot you know you got people in their in their homes isolated in their own little cities their their prepper caves you've got to you got to literally go to them and reconnect them to everybody else through your own little except new age internet you're bringing around
0: has fucking better technology we're like we have neanderthal infrastructure set up
1: just sure, kind of you know, hitting. it's not a perfect analogy, but you know, <laughs> I can't I can't wave around a bunch of floating graphite sticks in front of a computer and everything all of a sudden is on the Internet. <laughs> not yet, but but uh, it's like the concept is there. You know, Jeff Bezos
0: like, is working on it, though, so we can.
1: Yeah, yeah. exactly. Oh, God, let me start on Jeff Bezos. He got um,
0: elevated to God status this week. Motherfucker,
1: uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna take it down the road for one second just because I'm so steamed about it. Did you hear that Whole Foods suggested yes! that their workers donate their fucking PTO and sick time? Jeff a Bezos,
0: you're douchebag, dude. You're total douchebag.
1: Jeff Bezos could put the entire company in their homes to be safe and pay them all their actual salary daily, and that wouldn't scratch his pile of wealth. Fucking dumb dick. Anyway, let's get into some news. Fuck Jeff Bezos. E is canceled. <laughs> of E3 is cancelled. Uh, no more E3. Yeah, we saw it coming. We knew it was coming. Regardless of this virus happening, it probably, probably would have happened anyway. I don't know, dude. Like it would have been a really, really, really close call, regardless. Um, because of all the people who were dropping out anyway, but it is officially, officially been canceled a hundred percent.
0: Yeah.
1: This was uh communicated on March eleventh, I'm pretty sure. No, that was uh, Phil Spencer on March 11 talking about their community through Xbox and the things they're going to do. But yeah, man, they're done. They're done, though. Oh, what's the 11th? Yep. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to come back from something like this, dude. With all of the different events people were making on their own, I don't think. I don't think E3 comes back in the same way. I think you have maybe a smaller showcase, or maybe like. This is the moment where it blows up and returns to form. Like it's literally maybe next year, only developers in a hotel are they, meeting. So they're not doing you know, in They're conferences. not doing the
0: exhibition, but are they doing like the E3 announcements? I not
1: am having, not entirely sure. I don't maybe I mean, maybe, I don't, maybe I don't we're just talking it.
0: about the exhibition is canceled, but the announcements yeah oh
1: okay so i do apologize they do say that it was uh the esa is the company of course that runs e3 uh esa has added that they'll be looking to coordinate an online experience to showcase industry announcements and news in june 2020 um so yes they are going to kind of live online like the rest of us um which it's kind of the move
0: yeah for all you know (laughs) like did you see uh that fucking boneheaded piece of shit debate no, I didn't
1: watch any of the debate. No.
0: So Bernie and Biden are just standing in an empty studio, just yelling at each other back and forth. It was so stupid. Sure.
1: Sure. So just old people yelling.
0: Yeah. And it was just two old <laughs> dudes just screaming at each other. And I was just like, I can't even it's watch great. this. Fantastic. Shit. It's so incredible.
1: No. Love it. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, e, I mean, E3, the ESA has been on a downward spiral, spiral for a long time. You know, not even, like last year with the leaking of all the personal information. Oh, yeah. You know, of content creators and journalists and all kinds of shit. Jeff Keely saying that he's not doing the uh, well, he E3 ba- He out
0: like what three months ago or something. Yeah. Like two yeah, three months ago.
1: Right. Yeah, just a lot of hits, a lot of hits to E3, and you know, even without the coronavirus, probably would have taken a hit or would have changed drastically. But yeah, I think maybe this could be a good reset, a good reboot next year is like just literally just devs again devs publishers just the inside people you know meeting in a bar somewhere having actual conversations not a bunch of clowns going to play video games i mean they might um,
0: rethink public events in general across the entire, yeah entire country
1: yeah for sure
0: like the entire con- concert industry is probably going to be trashed because of this disease
1: hey man twitch twitch and mixer you can broadcast your shows um the only thing that's sad about losing an event like E3. Um I know a lot of other people touch on this point and we're going to rehash it again for sure. Um it's just the impact it has to to the indie industry. Last week talking uh with uh with Charles from Coffee Attic Studios, um him and their publishers were trying to make a game plan for getting more more kind of eyes and any ears on their game, Hazel Sky coming out soon this year at some point. Um but all of those floor Exhibitions are huge for indie games because people yeah. can actually get up there, get their hands on them, yeah, we play were there, the game.
0: And when we were there in 2016, what did they call the? They had a section for indie games. What it was called? Yeah, it was
1: probably Indie Showcase, Indie Floor, something like that. Like Indie like that. Indie Alley. Yeah. I, I forget the name, but it was it would have been something catchy and snappy, and you would have walked in there and played all the indie games. So that's the big hit, dude. The fact that games like that don't have the money, don't have the exposure, the reach to get the attention that they need to. So. I hope more work is being done to highlight them. The other big news that dropped uh, yesterday is we finally got tech specs for the Sony PlayStation 5.
0: You're going to have to light me 5. on this. I'm sorry. You have to cha- be the chariot and uh, <laughs> lead me out of Egypt. It's uh,
1: for- It's a lot of numbers. A lot of numbers, right. but there is some cool tech that, uh, that Sony has that they highlighted, um, especially on audio, and we're going to get into that. Now, um, I'm not just going to sit here and, and list a bunch of numbers. If you're interested in that, I'm sure you've already seen it or you found it. Um, this is not the place uh, you're coming to to hear numbers conversations, but what we can talk about is the comparison between the PS5 and the Xbox, the Xbox series X kind of right up against each other. And that'll make kind of more sense to listeners out there. We can throw some numbers out there too for fun, but like, I'm not going to sit here and just list stuff because that's going to be meaningless. What's going to be meaningful is how does this matter? How am I playing my games? How are they going to look? How are they going to play? How are they going to load? Right. X, Y, Z. The PS 5s CPU. They're both using AMD the Zen 2 core AMD chips
0: both the uh, Xbox but, and the PS4 yeah.
1: but the, uh, the core speed of the Xbox Series X is a little bit higher a little bit higher but then again PlayStation 5 lists a variable frequency That's what so says. maybe there's some hidden tech in there that can adjust that and make it put, you know push it higher push it down depending on performance or 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 a stress need or something what were you gonna say
0: I just need to know if the T-flops are the same.
1: The T-flops are not the same, dude. There are there are slightly yeah. less T-flops I, in the GPU. I just have
0: to say this. T-flops, yeah. teraflops sounds dirty to me. I don't. Why? I know. Does it, that sound it's the word dirty? flop.
1: It's the word flop. Why is
0: the word flop so dirty?
1: When you think of like, I don't know, like a penis flopping out.
0: Yeah, I was thinking about t- dick flopping or, yeah. or, or titties flopping yeah. all over the place.
1: Sure. The word is flop. That's definitely what's getting you there. Yeah. Teraflops.
0: Teraflops. That's a lot of flops, dude. A lot of flops, dude. <laughs> a lot of flopping. Now, yeah.
1: now on paper, there are more teraflops again in the Xbox series X GPU, but the, the, uh, the, the cores, the actual like core things, I think they're called CUDA cores, or something like that. I don't That's even know. At what least that the means. NVIDIA so you're technology. Words. You're just saying words, I know. <laughs> man. I know. It's all words. All this stuff is words. <laughs> all of this stuff. Compute units, I'm sorry. That's that they're probably branded differently depending on who the is, but like GPUs have a number of, of individual little things, right? That are that are that do all of the work. And they're called compute units. There are are more compute units in the Xbox Series X, but they run at a slower frequency than the PS fives. So PS five has less compute units, but the compute units can lift, can lift more shit. And essentially here's the cool part. Again, talking about Sony specifically, all of the backwards compatibility that they're promising with the PlayStation five is all being run and handled virtually by the GPU. The, the graphics card in the PS five is essentially virtually making different graphics cards to match the system that game would have ran on. Wow. It can it can power all of that.
0: I mean, it's pretty cool that uh, we'll be able to play like PlayStation One games.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It might be an influx of people trying to buy. It. Now, will it have a optical? Is it going to have an optical? Oh yeah, four K UHD Blu-ray drive. Hmm. So that means I could take an old PlayStation One disc, a CD-ROM, and pop it in.
1: Yeah, we're CD-ROMs. Yeah.
0: yeah, I can pop that in there, and it would work.
1: I don't know if I want to say yes or no to that. Yeah,
0: I don't know either. Not that I have any. Because I don't don't think
1: they've promised full backwards compatibility. Xbox Series X has. Right? Right. They promised full. Uh, PlayStation is only listing PS5, PS4 Pro, and PS4 in what they call legacy mode through their GPU. Essentially emulating how those graphics chips would have worked. They're also coming out at a different time. They're not all launching when the unit launches. Okay. Those modes. So I have to do a little more research to be sure, but I don't think Sony has promised full backwards compatibility. Xbox has. Cool. But it's still cool how it handles it on the GPU. Um, another cool thing PS5 has is this 3D audio technology.
0: What, what is that?
1: Uh, it's 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 3D audio. It's a way to make sound more realistic, more robust. Uh, when they
0: say 3D, do they mean binaural?
1: It's probably deeper than that. It's, it's deeper than that kind of, than that system. Cause that's, that's more of a stereo concept, right? Binaural audio and binaural sound, stuff yeah. like that. Um, the example that they used during this, this tech demo is uh, thinking about rain in a game. Like when you hear rain, yeah, you are hearing one audio track, that's just increasing in volume depending on where you are, right? Increasing, decreasing that kind of stuff. Um, the PS five would theoretically be capable of letting you hear individual raindrops in relation to where you are. They can render things like that with its audio engines. Now that's exciting for me because I am such an audio focused gamer that that stuff is very, very important. Uh, and I just, I, I pay attention to it. I can't help but notice it. It's why I couldn't play Anthem because Anthem had such terrible sound design that I was like literally frustrated by the gameplay not signaling me through sound as to what to do, where to go, uh, feedback and shooting, getting hit, taking damage. Yeah, I played a game where, which, where, where that
0: happened. I don't remember which one, but I played it. I definitely have shared your frustration with that in some game I played where audio wasn't cueing me to certain things and I got pissed. about. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I don't remember which one.
1: I do want to call out a quick correction uh, that the Xbox Series X is only backwards compatible to whatever is currently compatible on the Xbox one. Oh, but it still is more supportive than the PS five in terms of older things that you can play on there.
0: Yeah, so definitely it's not going to go back as far as I thought it would. So it's not original uh, Xbox.
1: Right, right, right um but yeah the, the 3D audio thing is very very exciting and according to them you're going to be able to take advantage of this no matter what headphones you have like you won't get the full advantage maybe using like you know whatever headset you have or just like a little simple stereo headset but you will still be able to kind of like perceive the change in presence and directionality because that's all that's all being generated on the system for you versus just playing back a track that you're hearing. In certain places. It's actually being generated and crafted and sh- shaped and formed kind of around your head. So that's super, super cool. Cool. On the PS5. Very exciting, dude. Another thing that the uh, PS5 has is probably the last super, super different thing because um, they both have like 16 gigs of DDR6 RAM. There's slight differences in speed and, and access and stuff like that there. Um, pretty similar hard drives. Uh, They're M. Their NVMe uh, SSD, just a regular SSD on the PS Five. PS Five is eight hundred twenty five gigs. The Xbox Series X is one terabyte, but the uh, the the data throughput of the PlayStation Five, the amount of data that can be accessed. Uh, if we're looking at the raw data speeds on the Xbox Series X, two point four gigabytes a second. On the PS Five, five point five gigabytes. A second.
0: Double the amount. Yeah. Hmm.
1: Yeah. That's literally, literally night and day. And that is raw data. Compressed data, it's it's an even wider margin. 4.8 gigabytes compressed on the Xbox Series X, eight to nine gigabytes compressed on the PlayStation 5.
0: Most important question. Yes. Will either of these consoles handle fallout 76 jank
1: no that is unhandleable unhandleable you're stuck Cannot hold
0: it you cannot hold the fallout 76 jank you can't
1: you are stuck forever
0: some janky piece of shit stuff yep 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 and i'm always yelling at fucking todd howard I'm always like it just works. You are. I'm always like it just works, Todd Howard. It just works. You it remember just it, works. Remember he said that. Mm-hmm. He's like, See? I know your favorite line. See, it just works. It
1: just works. <laughs> uh, oh, and also, uh, I'm saying ray tracing. Ray tracing is native yeah, on I don't, the PS5. I don't know
0: what that is. I heard heard about
1: that. But. ray tracing is how uh, the system can can model and simulate light. Right. So it's more. It's it's way 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 more in depth of a lighting system than anything we've had we've had yet like you know in a a computer generated world you have to make a light a light has to exist right and the light shines and then the technology that you have in there determines what happens to that light you know does it does it hit something how does the thing look now with the light on it like this you know that's like the most basic step Uh, then you have things like shadows and how does how does that get affected uh, around the character how does that actually change the way the shadow looks is there like reflection of light on other surfaces that can light surfaces that are not directly lit, like stuff like that, uh, is all kind of working together with ray tracing. You know, just it's just the most high tech, up to date lighting simulation that's accessible in a game to make shit look super, super, super realistic. And that kind of thing is not going to be uh, really obvious. I mean, you're gonna you're gonna be able to find examples if you know what you're going to look for. You can find good ray tracing examples. I'm sure YouTube will be full of them. And already probably is because that's technology that's on PCs right now. Right. So you can definitely look it up if you're, if you're curious, but uh, it's just going to make everything look s- just more real in a way that is kind of, un you know, not really tangible unless you know exactly what's going on. Lighting is super cool to me too. In these, in these systems, dude, I remember, um, and there was actually a Twitter thread that went very in deep uh, about this game and what this game did ahead of its time. But there's a game for the PlayStation 1 called Vagrant Story. It was made by Square, the same people that did Final Fantasy, and the same team that did Final Fantasy Tactics. And it even took place in the same world as Final Fantasy Tactics and 12. So you had um, uh, the same world team and character designs is final fantasy but a very different kind of game is it its own kind of project. An RPG still but very much like, you know, positional, you're moving your character around, very cinematic like there uh Hideo Kojima you know, Hideo Kojima refused I, I to play, is. refused to play Vagrant Story because he w- he said he would be obsessed, he would never get any actual work done and he would know what he did wrong. Right. That's how good this game was visually. Um to to make their mouths move, these characters just like shaded pixels on the face because they were all two D artists before moving to three D. They all worked on on Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy Tactics on the Super Nintendo, so all they had was like real knowledge and skill and flat design. But they made that work by like you know changing the character's mouth movements you and said stuff it's like vagrant that. Vagrant story, Vagrant story, yep. But the reason I'm mentioning this is because they also figured out a way to make things look realistic with lighting that had never been done before they again with their 2d animation skills would literally paint surfaces to look like they were lit a certain way and then beyond that felix here's a really 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 wild thing they were able to make character highlights look realistic so imagine someone standing in a dark hallway and then a door opens down the hallway and that door has a light inside of it and it spills light into the hallway that that character, a person, a human, even in the situation, would have that side of their body illuminated in really, really stark contrast. Right, like the light's going to hit that side of their body and kind of fade off on the other side. You're going to know what side of the light is is facing them.
0: It's called rage right? racing. This whole
1: no, concept. no, not 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 this concept concept specifically. But here's how here's how Vagrant Story did that that simulated look. They took a character model, Felix. They doubled the character model and shifted it over a little bit and made that character model in front of their other model lighter, like almost translucent. So what it looked like was they were being lit directly by a light
0: hmm.
1: and by actual like edge lighting. She had never been done on the PlayStation before. It was crazy. But that's the importance of tech like light tech and sound tech, it makes these things more immersive and these experiences more real, and kind of just sucks people in to the games.
0: Yeah, I mean, so, that's what I love um, when I'm playing games that have quality lighting and sound.
1: You know, you just you just you feel like you're there, and in ways you can't even really. Yeah, I definitely
0: don't have anything to appreciate when I'm playing Fallout for extended periods of time.
1: Or State of Decay two.
0: I said today on my stream that like when I was playing State of Decay uh, two today, I said I only play the shitty games. Thanks for coming here.
1: <laughs> Thanks for hanging. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Maybe oh, one man. of these days I'll get back to a beautiful game again. I don't know when.
1: Yeah, who knows? I mean, you know, you're free to do what you want, play what you want, hundred percent. I
0: mean, I I really did love uh, how Death Stranding looked. I loved it.
1: No, dude, it's gorgeous. I, like, I, I forgot because I've just been away from game. it so far. i got to
0: get back to that fucking game. I really do. Being in it today,
1: I was like, man, this game looks incredible.
0: Now would be an appropriate time to do it.
1: The last thing we can chat about real quick uh, just kind of fits with uh, the world and the way things are now and what's going on um, based on uh, Steam DB, Steam Database, which is a oh, tracking yeah, service yeah, yeah, for yeah, Steam. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they counted a record-breaking 20 million concurrent users using Steam because uh, almost everyone besides, like, essential jobs are, are working at home or are sent home with pay. People are home, and they're looking at game, 20 million people at the same time on Steam. That's nuts. It's fucking nuts, dude. It's absolutely nuts.
0: It's great. The uh industry that we love will flourish
1: yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm.
0: the more we streamers
1: too, on. this is your time. This is your time. Everyone's going to be trying to watch something too, so yeah. get on there.
0: My thing is is I the only way that I can keep the streaming going is if the job stays around you I don't without going into too much detail, you know the job I work, and I don't know, man, I don't know if it's going to be around after all this. I, it will. I'm, I'm it will. saying that this part of it. I'll, it will. I'll talk to you more about it later, but
1: yeah, I know. Uh, you're not the only one with concerns as well. You know, a lot of people are in very, 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 very shaky water. So if that is one of you out there listening, um, I mean, bottom line, we're, we're right there with you. We hear you and come hang out with us because we're all getting through this shit together. Honestly. So pop into our discord, hang out. We're we're always, I mean, especially now. There's always groups of people gaming a ton of stuff, um, coming just to chat, just to just to vent, just to find people that are also trying to jam and trying to game. Uh, we can we can do stuff like that to make it better for everybody by being community focused and helping each other out with getting through this kind of stuff. So don't feel free to reach out to us, or don't you know, be afraid to reach out with us if you need to.
0: Do you think, considering how much I'm playing this game, that I need to have a section in? our discord for fall at 76. Yeah. Mm, you're making a mm, face. Mm, mm, it's, my, mm, it's not our brand. See, <sighs> see, see, see what
1: he's no, no, there. no, no. It's, it's not, it's not, it's, it's not a brand conversation. It's how, how busy would that channel be outside of you? I don't know. I guess. I mean, look just
0: until it ends up there.
1: We don't, we don't know until we find out.
0: I, I, oh I meant just LFG. Just having it there. If somebody wants to LFG
1: me, really in here about to make a channel. <laughs> actually, actually I think the
0: problem is is a good majority of the people in the emerging gamer are PC gamers, and most of them are mm-hmm. not playing it on PC because of how trash it is. So
1: there are console players for sure, but the it's probably if we were to make it a percentage, a single digit percentage of the entire community yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, never mind.
1: We can, just... we can, we can discuss this no, for don't. sure.
0: Wait, fuck
1: <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's, that's, that's all I got personally. Anything else you wanted to chat about?
0: No, just, uh, it's really important. Uh, please, if you're already subscribed, I mean, obviously subscribe. If you have not subscribed to the Emergent gamer podcast or followed us emergent underscore gamer on mixer or Twitch, if you want to catch these shows live. Um, but if you already are subscribed, you're already following, you're listening right now, maybe on Spotify or Apple podcasts, please Tell people you know that you're listening to an awesome gaming podcast. Don't forget we're grassroots. Don't forget to be our advertising. I mean, you're, you're going to get our word out there and let people know that we exist. Uh, so do it.
1: Um, it's true. It's very, very true. Yeah. It's so, really yeah. Yeah. I'll let you take the final uh, final sign out. I'll start right now. Um, Guys, thank you again for listening, for hanging out. Uh, Episodes are going to continue as normal going forward. We'll just be doing them on discord, you know, keeping our social distance. Um, I am trip. What, what,
0: What was the exact number? The distance. Uh, our exact number yeah. right
1: now me and you are uh, 68,640 feet away from each other so it's very safe you don't have to get that aggressive 6 feet between you and the person next to you but <laughs> if you want you can go up to 70,000 uh, feet I'm I'm going to I'm gonna be honest
0: with you and and I have no proof of this you know it could have been like some kind of media spin but mm-hmm. I read a thing that like when when the coronavirus virus broke out in China that there's actual fact uh, uh, an entire bus got it Oh, yeah, 100%. And I don't even know if, yeah. like, you know, I guess it was circulating through the air conditioning on the bus.
1: They could do that. I mean, dude, it just, it's, <laughs> that was definitely one source because a virus couldn't get into someone, and propagate, and then repropagate off that person on a bus ride. It was one person that spread all that, but they were either coughing or sniffling or touching everything. And then everyone else, they probably, maybe they touched like the pole by the front and everyone like touched the same kind of something, you yeah. know, to get off yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I'm Trip Zero you can find me on uh, Mixer.com slash trip zero TV. I stream every day, 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Uh, in terms of handling some stuff with life, the way things have shifted now, um, streams may start a little bit later. I'm saying that like I, like I always started. Saying, I, I think I've hit 10 a.m. like three times in the past couple of months. Um, but yeah, so between 10 and 12, um, I'm live. And then we go till 5. Uh, it's very important to follow my social media because that's when you know I will be doing what I'm doing. I'm always going to tweet about it. That's Trip Zero TV. All my stuff is Trip Zero TV. I'm very easy to find. So yeah, see you on there. We're going to be doing a lot of fun, uh, different games, and it's always a chill, fun time. Come hang up.
0: And uh, this is Felix Hergood, and all of my socials are at Felix Hergood. Um, Twitter, Twitch, Mixer. You can follow me on all of them. Mixer and Twitch happen exactly at the same time. I go live. I go to both services at once through a third party service called Restream. Um, And right now I'm playing Fallout 76 Building up, ramping up To that um, Big release that Hopefully still happens Bethesda, please do not kill your employees Make them work from home, please Pete Hines, Todd Howard They won't just work If they die of the coronavirus (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, but I do want Wastelanders to come on the 7th (laughs) Of April, I hope it comes uh, so that I can play it that day. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for everything.
1: Thanks for hanging, us. We'll catch you next week.
0: It was nice to tweet. meet you, S-Rivs. Um, I'm sorry I only got to know you for five minutes before we're then quarantined for the rest of our lives.
1: Yo, yo. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> the shit was real spicy even when we had Esther on. Like someone could have been bopping around uh packs with the virus. Like, right. Easily could have been. Right. Easily could have been.
0: Esther, you could have got me sick. What did you what were you thinking coming over and <laughs> what helping, are you out, doing? helping out our <laughs> podcast? <laughs>